is America's top human destroyer? The hint, George Soros. That's a topic we'll discuss today right here on the Christian Worldview radio program, where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to share the good news that all people can be reconciled to God through faith in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. I'm David Wheaton, the host, and our website is thechristianworldview.org. You know, the drive to fundamentally transform America takes lots of money and lots of organization. Whether funding those who deconstruct the discovery, the founding, and the existence of America as white supremacists and systemically unjust, or those who push for unbiblical marriage and morality and abortion, or try to gain government control over health care and education and the environment, or squelch freedom of religion and speech and the right to bear arms and defend yourself, or those who pressure corporations and nonprofits and Christian organizations, or those who foment the burning and looting that we've seen on our streets. It takes lots of money and lots of organization. There's one man, billionaire George Soros, who exerts more power and influence in his mission to fundamentally transform America than almost anyone else, or maybe perhaps more than anyone else. And this weekend on The Christian Worldview, we're going to profile the life, the worldview, and the deeds of George Soros. Frank Wright is the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries. It's an organization that has just produced several materials exposing George Soros. He joins us to discuss what we need to know about him, including, tragically, the evangelical organizations he funds and influences. Let's get to the first segment with Frank Wright. Tell us about your background, how you became a follower of Christ, and you've had a very interesting career trajectory. Tell us about that as well. Well, David, I wandered into the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Fort Lauderdale about 40 years ago and was a seeker, I would say, at that time. And Dr. Kennedy that Sunday announced there was a class for new members beginning. And if you wanted to come and find out what Presbyterians believe without obligating yourself to join, you should come to that class. And so I did, and he shared the gospel in that class in a rather unique way, I thought. And uh, he made it clear that the you know good works were insufficient, that it was only through personal faith in Jesus Christ. And then he said something really astonishing. I was astonished at the time, anyway. He said, now, some of you have believed in God, believe in God, have believed in God all your life. You even believe Jesus is the Son of God. And you believe he died for the sins of the world. But some of you are going to miss heaven by 18 inches, Mm. the distance between your head and your heart. Some of you have only an intellectual faith and not a personal faith in Christ. And I went home from that class and I realized that was me and I invited Christ into my life. And 40 years later, I'm still, still following him as best I can, as best the Holy Spirit enables me. Dr. Kennedy in 1995 sent me to Washington, D.C. to open the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship. Still operates there today, focused on personal relationships and developing relationships through which we communicate the gospel, but also in training and equipping high-level staff people in biblical worldview. Because we felt so many people, even good Christian people who go to Congress these days, really don't have a well-rounded biblical worldview, and your program certainly speaks to that that deficit. From the Center for Christian Statesmanship, I went to become the president of the National Religious Broadcasters, the largest Christian media association in the world, and was there for about almost 11 years, and uh, 
left there to go to Salem Communications, now called the Salem Media Group, located in Southern California. Let's see, it's been almost six years ago now. I came back here to South Florida, where I am now, where I started all wow. those years ago, and uh, am leading uh, D. James Kennedy Ministries. Excited about the response we've received so far to this expose on George Soros, billionaire radical. Yeah, well, we want to get into that, and thank you for telling us about your background and how you became a follower of Christ. You've really come full circle and how Dr. Kennedy influenced you and really led you to salvation when you were younger, and now you're back working for his ministry long after he's gone home to be with the Lord. Really an amazing story of God's providence and sovereignty. Let's talk about this this expose on George Soros. In the film, there's an, a 60-minute DVD we'll get into today, but one of the lines out of that is, there's one man funding the demise of America. By those on the right, the political right in this country, George Soros is portrayed as the, the boogeyman in America, plotting and funding groups that undermine Christian and constitutional America. You'll hear his name brought up. It's George Soros funding this and that and the other. Always goes back to him. Is that giving this one man too much credit and power, do you think, Frank? It is in some respects ignoring the fact that he is the archetype, or as one of our guests on the program said, the colossus of the progressive left, but he leads and guides and directs a coalition, extraordinary coalition. For example, George Soros' Open Society Foundation never see them make a grant to a left-wing organization that the Ford Foundation doesn't match and many other foundations of similar political persuasion down the line. So Soros is the biggest fish in the pond for sure. The Open Society Foundation has $20 billion in its, in its corpus and gives away over a billion dollars a year mm-hmm. to left-wing causes. And David, we have nothing like that on the Christian side of the equation, or even the conservative side of the equation. We have nobody like Soros standing for freedom and standing for the gospel and religious, uh, religious liberty uh, who's willing to invest that kind of money. He put something like $80 million into a campaign cycle, excuse me, $800 million into one campaign cycle, which was more than the Democrat National Committee and the Republican National Committee combined. The left likes to say we make him a boogeyman, but remember, a boogeyman is someone who's not really there. Soros is there in spades, and what we've done is research his network and traced all the tentacles that go out from him to left-wing organizations of many, many stripes. And We've done our best also to document the dark money that goes out from him, that goes into not nonprofit organizations, but for-profit enterprises, which don't have the same reporting requirements. And so Soros is not the only one out there doing these things, but he's the leader. He's the one that in right after Donald Trump's inauguration in January, January of 2016, called a group of people together. This is all public information at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Washington, D.C., and they plotted throw the, the Trump administration. Everything that unfolded then really began with that meeting, and George Soros was the one who called the meeting. So he's every bit the fearful and powerful 
and influential progressive figure that, that others claim him to be and that he claims for himself, quite frankly. Frank, right with us today on the Christian Realview, the president of Dr. D. James Kennedy Ministries. They have produced an excellent resource bundle with a DVD, a booklet, and a chart and guide. We're going to tell you how you can get that today. Let's get into what shaped George Soros. And in the film, there's a very disturbing story about what his youth was like and what he was doing, followed by an interview with his perspective on it. Here's that soundbite. George Soros is an enigma of sorts. He was born in 1930. He was a teenager when the Nazis took over his native Hungary. He was born in Budapest. He was from a Jewish family, uh, but his father was able to arrange for him to be taken in by a Christian family, and he pretended to be a Christian uh, rather than a Jew to, for the uh, escape the Nazis. He did assist Nazis at the time as a teenager. Soros was once asked about the experience on CBS's 60 Minutes. You watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. I was 14 years old. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property yes. from the Jews. That's right. Yes. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't, you don't see the connection. Uh, uh, but it, was, it created no, no problem at all. No feeling of guilt? No. Well, that sounds like a psychopath to me, Frank, someone who would be a part of the wickedness of the Nazi regime in taking away property from the Jewish people and then having them sent off to the labor camps and then not having any remorse or regret afterwards. Explain your perspective on this particular sordid part of his life. The activity you just described of him working with his protector to turn Jews over to the Nazis so that they could confiscate their property. Turning them over is a polite way of saying to put him on trains headed for extermination camps. And Steve Croft said to him, said to him, this is the kind of thing that would leave people on the psychiatrist's couch for years and years. But you don't have any problem with that, do you? And he goes, not at all, not at all. But let's talk about his Jewishness, because George Soros is very clever and very quick to try to turn any criticism that comes his way into anti-Semitism. But George Soros is a Jew by DNA only. He does not believe in God. He, he renounced his Jewishness, as you hinted uh, about uh, prior to World War II. He was born in 1930 in Hungary. And when the Holocaust began to emerge, his father placed him with a Gentile believer I'm sure there was a money exchange involved in that. And he adopted George Soros as his godson. Now, godson doesn't mean much legally in America, but in Europe it did. And he introduced uh, George Soros to everyone as my son, my godson. And so people thought he was a Gentile. And Soros is uh, one of the most vehement opponents of Israel on the planet. In fact, David Horowitz made the comment that he, George Soros would like to destroy 
the two freest nations in terms of personal freedom, freest nations on earth, the United States and Israel. And so, but he hides behind his Jewishness when it's convenient for him. But every time he's been asked, he doesn't believe in, in God with a capital G. In fact, he believes he's a God mm -hmm. with a small g. He has messianic pretensions that in themselves are maybe the scariest thing to listen to in the, uh, in the expose. It makes sense that he didn't have any remorse about being complicit in taking the Jews' property away and then having them sent off to the extermination camps uh, when we find out whether he believes in God or not. Here's another soundbite from the film on George Soros. Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. Soros told us he believes God was created by man, not the other way around, which may be why he thinks he can smooth out the world's imperfections. Soros told the independent newspaper in Great Britain, it is a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. To say the man has a huge ego uh, doesn't even begin to explain his messianic zeal to turn the world into something he likes, this, this socialist utopia governed by a global elite with him at, at the head of it all. Well, you've heard a lot about George Soros already. We have much more coming up. We're offering this resource bundle on George Soros today. It's a DVD. It's a book. It's a chart. And it's a guide for a donation to The Christian Realview. You can go to our website, thechristianrealview.org, to order, or just call us at our office, one 646 The Bible says that children should be raised in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. There's nothing more important than sitting, walking, talking, and teaching your son or daughter to love and fear God. The church is swimming in children's resources, but it's ultra-important to select ones that accurately represent God, His Word, and the Gospel. At our store on thechristianworldview.org, we are intentional about offering resources that will build a sound and strong faith in children. You will find several Bibles for children, the Adam Raccoon book series, and Good News for Little Hearts series. We also have video and audio resources like Theo and Sugar Creek Gang. Browse them all at thechristianworldview.org and then use them daily with the child God has put in your life. That's thechristianworldview.org. The Christian Worldview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at OnePlace.com, SermonAudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call, toll-free, 1-888-646-2233, or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org. Because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, 
Lives and families are changed for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Realview radio program today. I'm David Wheaton, the host. We're talking about George Soros, and we're calling him America's top human destroyer for his undermining influence and his funding of so much that goes against especially the Christian principles and founding of this country. Uh, Our guest today is Frank Wright. He's the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, who just produced an excellent resource bundle, a 60-minute DVD, a 60-page book, and a chart and a guide on all the life and deeds of of George Soros. Really will get you informed about what is undermining this country. We're offering it for a donation to the Christian Real View today. But let's get back to the second segment of the interview with Frank Wright. How would you describe his his worldview? You talked about this messianic complex that he has. What does George Soros think and believe? Well, it's really weird to hear someone like that talk in messianic terms when they claim to have no belief in a god. But I think he means what he means by that is he's such a powerful person that he himself is a kind of god. And uh, he has said a number of things about that. He uses a term that you see in literature somewhat. The term is this, the arc of history. He said the arc of history is bent by powerful people and powerful events. And I am bending the arc of history in a good direction. So he sees himself as standing astride the entire world affairs. And he's bending the arc of history his way. And he says in the 60 Minutes interview that he did, it's in our book, it's in the special, he says, there was a time when I kind of had a problem with my messianic tendencies. And he said, but I no longer have a problem with them because I'm living them out. He sees himself as living out the role of Messiah. Think about the implications of that. Remember, if you're a biblical Christian or even an observant Jew, you know that the scriptures, the Old Testament says that God sets up kings and brings them down. That part of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and like a stream of water, the Lord turns it whichever way he will. That's how he sees himself. He can set up kings and bring them down. And he's done that, David, in other countries. George Soros has been implicated in elections Uh, when there have been disputes about elections, just as as we're expecting to have in a few weeks here, he has fostered a revolution and and caused, as a result of that, for for nations to uh, have their political system turned upside down. So he thinks he can set up kings and bring them down. He sees himself as God. He would never say God with a capital G Mm -hmm. because the, the wrath of the world would come down on his head. Well, he's not a madman, but he's not thinking right when it comes to this idea of being a Messiah who has come to to deliver the world and set it on a right path politically. Our guest today on the Christian Realview is Frank Wright, the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, who's just produced an excellent bundle of resources on George Soros, exposing who he is the undermining influence that he's having on the country and the world. There's a 60-minute DVD, there's a 60-page book, and there's also a chart and guide. We're going to be telling you how to get those today um, through the Christian Realview. We've ordered many copies uh, from the ministry of D. James Kennedy to to get this into your hands. Frank, here's another soundbite from the film on George Soros, and then I'll follow up with a question for you. 
Though he tends to guard his words and speak in vague generalities, the truth sometimes pierces through. In his 2006 book, The Age of Fallibility, Soros wrote, the main obstacle to a stable and just world order is the United States. Soros's understanding of the world is effectively we need to control it. People cannot be taking care, cannot take care of themselves. They need to be controlled by a handful of wealthy elites, technocrats, people who know what's best for you better than you do. And it doesn't matter which country he touches, where his hundreds of millions of dollars end up. It's the same outcome. How do we erase the, the character of this nation and replace it with something artificial and globalist? The follow-up to that soundbite is, what is this world that George Soros wants? Well, what is he working towards in the world? Is it communism? Is it socialism? What is it? George Soros is a socialist, but as any honest so- socialist will tell you, socialism is merely a political road to communism. Socialism speaks of the government control of the means of production. Communism speaks of the government ownership of all the means of production. And uh, he is a a communist in his philosophy. He calls himself a progressive. I remember Charles Krauthammer, before he died, saying that he had studied progressive political philosophy. And he said, the only thing that I could see as a guiding principle, the only foundational principle in progressive philosophy is that progressives should be in charge. <laughs> but, but even the name progressive says something to us. Progressing from what to what? Progressing from a free enterprise system to a socialist system, ultimately to a communistic system. So George Soros is a communist. And he is bent on world domination, as all communist entities were and still are. They believe in the ultimate triumph of communism over all other forms of government. Now, Soros would be, in these latter days, he'd be what we call a Marxist socialist in the the sense that they acknowledge that socialism has failed everywhere it's been tried. I mean, in the 20th century, socialist governments, in some cases communist governments, killed over a hundred million of their own people. And yet they have fallen every single time. So Soros is bent on bringing these things to the fore and letting, in order for socialism and communism, for that utopia that he sees to rise, the failures that have gone before have to be fixed. And those failures have been, the impediments to success have been, the family and the church. And so for Marxist socialists in our day, those in the cultural crosshairs are families and churches, principally theistic churches. And so uh, that's what Soros wants to fix so that he can then successfully bend the arc of history and make the world a place dominated by communism. Frank Wright with us again on the Christian Realview of D. James Kennedy Ministries. Uh, let's get into some of the funding because the, the chart and guide, explanatory guide that is included in this bundle goes through all that and shows a, a graphic of the different organizations and entities that that he has funding going to that, that do his work, so to speak. He, he runs the Open Society Foundation. Here's another soundbite from the film on George Soros. How influential is George Soros because of his giving in American politics? 
I've spent decades of my life studying the left, and especially all the nonprofit apparatus built up in the left. And uh, he does bestride that as a colossus. Almost never will you find a significant left-wing group that doesn't receive money from both the Ford Foundation and George Soros. What exactly is the Open Society Foundation? And what are some of the, the main organizations that catch your eye from all the ones they, and there's lots and lots of them that the listeners can see for themselves. Uh, what are the main organizations that he's giving to? You've asked the question, David, that very few people ask. What, is this, what, what does it mean to have an open society foundation? That's critical to George Soros' philosophy and his plans of action. By open society, he means no borders, no restrictions on immigration. Anybody that makes its way into our nation should be able to vote immediately upon arrival. Remember, if their goal is socialism leading to communism, they have to first undermine the existing government. And they don't want to wait around and try to do it by elected means. His goal with the open society is to let anybody in. In fact, his goal is to let Islamic immigration come in. Anybody that has the undermining of the American ideal, the so-called American experiment, as their end and aim. And so his money goes to groups that facilitate immigration, groups that try to overturn election laws like voter registration laws. Probably the most common sense voter requirement ever conceived is a voter ID. Many people don't realize this in many blue states. Uh, you can get a driver's license without having to produce any citizenship documents because it's necessary for work and so on and so forth. But on election day or prior to election day, you can go to the voter registration office with your driver's license as your ID and get a voter registration card. No one ever asks you the citizenship question. This is the work of George Soros and his fellow travelers. The efforts to get the absentee ballots and mail-in ballots under election law up until this time, all those ballots have to be properly filled out and properly signed and received no later than election day. What are Soros and his, uh, his people trying to do? They're trying to extend the deadline. Oh, we'll see COVID crisis, don't you know, and that's placed a burden on us and making voting harder. So we should extend the deadline for six days after the election is over. Well, two federal appeals courts have already overturned that. But that's the kind of thing that George Soros is trying to do, to take away the idea of the nation state, to uh, diminish your attachment to your national roots, whatever they might be, your connection to the United States of America, because he wants it to go away. Wow. This, this man really has a lot of evil intent and, and, and no surprise for someone who, who just blatantly claims to not believe in God. So he's his own God. We're talking about George Soros today, America's top human destroyer. If you want to know what's behind the funding and the undermining of American values, this man is at the center point. We're offering a resource for you to be informed about him, a 60-minute DVD called Billionaire Radical, a book on George Soros exposed, and a chart and a guide for a donation to the Christian Realview. Just go to our website, 
thechristianrealview.org or give us a call at one 646 There's an abundance of Christian resources available, but the reality is that many of them, even some of the most popular, do not lead to a sound and strong faith. While there's only one perfect book, a key aim of the Christian worldview is to identify and offer resources that are biblically faithful and deepen your walk with God. In our online store, we have a wide range of resources for all ages, adult and children's books and DVDs, Bibles and devotionals, unique gifts, and more. So browse our store at thechristianworldview.org and find enriching resources for yourself, family, friends, small group, or church. You can also order by calling toll-free 1-888-646-2233. That's 1-888-646-2233. Or visit thechristianworldview.org. Be sure to take advantage of two free resources that will keep you informed and sharpen your worldview. The first is the Christian Worldview Weekly Email, which comes to your inbox each Friday. It contains a preview of the upcoming radio program, along with need-to-read articles, featured resources, special events, and audio of the previous program. The second is the Christian Worldview Annual Print Letter, which is delivered to your mailbox in November. It contains a year-end letter from host David Wheaton and a listing of our store items, including DVDs, books, children's materials, and more. You can sign up for the weekly email and annual print letter by visiting thechristianworldview.org or calling 1-888-646-2233. Your email and mailing address will never be shared, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Call 1-888-646-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org. Back on the Christian Worldview radio program, I'm David Wheaton. You know, George Soros, our topic person we're profiling today, is just a man. He's going to die, and he's going to stand before God, the judgment seat of God, uh, Christ, just like everyone else. And uh, if he doesn't repent and believe in the gospel, which I'm not even sure he is way beyond the point of, of turning back from his evil deeds, uh, he is going to be judged for his sins. So he, he is not to be feared, uh, but the one inspiring him. Uh, I believe is Satan, and uh, he is doing everything he can through George Soros. The the money that he has made, the billions of dollars, money goes a long way. Money is power in this fallen world, and uh, he's funding everything that stands in antithesis uh, to what is good and godly. Uh, Frank Wright is our guest today on the program from D. James Kennedy Ministries. We're talking about their new resource bundle, which we are carrying. It's a DVD, a book, and a chart and a guide all about George Soros and the organizations he funds, including evangelical organizations. Let's get back to more of the interview with Frank Wright. By far the most troubling aspect of the entire DVD on George Soros, billionaire radical George Soros and the scheme to remake America, in the booklet, and the chart, and the guide, there's a three-item resource here. But by far the most troubling thing to me was seeing how George Soros funds evangelical organizations, and they receive his funding. And I, I saw some on the, the chart, like World Vision, uh, the ERLC, the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Here's a soundbite from the film on that. 
Where's the money trail? And it tracks back to billions of dollars coming from George Soros into culture and unfortunately, even into some of the church. Many evangelical organizations are accepting money from those organizations that are aligned with Soros and the Alinsky model in an effort to tear down Judeo-Christian assumptions and build up something to replace it. Soros is an atheist. Uh, therefore, he thinks religion is a break on progress. He thinks, uh, as Marxists do, that we're evolving toward a greater open society. And if we just get rid of the old things, like church, like family, like community organizations, then we can progress to where the state can order things in a more efficient way and move us toward this, this godless utopia. Frank, tell us about how George Soros is funding those organizations and what other ones, and why would so-called Christian organizations accept funding from this man? In many cases early on, uh, those organizations that you're referring to, particularly Sojourners with Jim Wallace, mm -hmm. denied receiving anything multiple times, denied taking any money from Soros. And then there was this amazing WikiLeaks revelation of documentation that proved it, and then they had to own up to it. So uh, I guess it's not, it's not part of the left-wing evangelical concept of a biblical worldview. Lying is, is permitted, I guess, because, mm -hmm. it, you know, like the communists say, any lie that advances communism is the truth. And that's how socialists and left-leaning people tend to think anyway. It's very disturbing. We had a researcher who did a great deal of work for us who turned my attention to a video, an undercover video that was produced of people in left-wing organizations when talking about how to uh, get support for some of their difficult ideas. They would say, oh, we can, we can get an evangelical to speak for that. We can rent an evangelical. Now, how does that sound? It sounds a little bit to me like Judas before the Sanhedrin for 30 pieces of silver. They rented a disciple and turned him to their use. So Soros has turned major uh, religious organizations who are left-leaning, at least in their own philosophy. Now, some of them will probably say, Though the money that we took for George Soros was designated for non-political things, for humanitarian aid, whatever. Hey, you know, David, the old saw about he who pays the piper calls the tune. That's what Soros and his fellow travelers do with these contributions to left-wing organizations. They're buying influence. They're buying the opportunity to call upon them, to rent them when they need a statement in support of this idea or that idea. And by the way, I'll just say, we are planning in the spring of next year, round two on the Soros Connections, and we're going to look at the evangelical church, the traceable money that comes through foundations and the so-called dark money that's coming to the church. This is the saddest moment in church history here in America. We have already have had for years now the ranks of what I call the silent shepherds, unwilling to apply the scriptures to the great moral, ethical, and cultural questions of our day. And now they're not only silent, they're letting their left-leaning proclivities kick in and are uh, in cahoots, so to speak, with the likes of George Soros. Yeah. 
these are difficult times for the body of Christ when our shepherds are, in some cases, wolves in yeah. sheep's clothing. Again, by far the most troubling part of this, and I'm actually looking at the the chart and explanatory guide right now and seeing the list of organizations that uh, Open Society and George Soros gives to from the evangelical realm. Uh, and yeah, and David, if I may, there's one more piece of this, too, that you'll find interesting and makes perfect sense given the worldview of the George Soroses. And that is some of the some of the uh, evangelical organizations that purport to support left wing causes and actions and and ideas don't even exist. They're fake. They're made up by Soros Soros and his minions. They create these organizations. There's nobody behind them. But when something happens, they issue a press release and evangelicals for what's happening now or whatever the name might be. Uh, issues a press release in support of something that's been done in, uh, you know, in the violence in the streets or or whatever. So they literally taking fake news to a whole other level. Fake organizations purporting to be evangelical mm. who don't even exist on paper, yet they're issuing statements of support for these different ideas and and candidates in some cases. And then of course you've got the George Soros propensity to make large contributions to the election campaigns of prosecutors around the nation. Uh, we saw that in the case of the couple who were trying to guard their own property. Yep. The people charged by the prosecutor weren't the rioters who broke down the gates to this private housing enclave. Uh, they charged the family. And the prosecutor in, in that town was fully funded by George Soros in her election campaign. She is a hard-left progressive. You could have picked out, if you'd done enough research, where the violence would erupt and what cities, just by looking at the prosecutors and seeing whether there was a Soros connection or not. They had the riots broke out in those cities because they could get those prosecutors to look the other way or not charge them or charge and release or no bail or small bail. All of the the things that have been played out here in America over the summer months. And so all of this is part of the activity of George Soros. Again, Frank Wright with us today on The Christian Realview, the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, who's produced this this three-item expose of George Soros and his influence. It's a DVD, it's a book, it's a chart and a guide, and you can get it today through uh, The Christian Realview Ministry. Here's another soundbite that aired in a very awkward conversation on Fox News, a place where you wouldn't think they'd be too uh, fearful or reticent about talking about George Soros, where the host, Harris Faulkner, is interviewing Newt Gingrich, and uh, he talks about what you were just mentioning, Frank, about these Soros-funded district attorneys who don't prosecute those who are committing violent and criminal acts on the street. And Newt Gingrich brings up George Soros, and the host, Harris Faulkner, and I think a co-host or another guest say, well, why do we need to bring Soros up? We don't need to bring him up. Here's that soundbite. Speaker Gingrich, I know you have a final thought for us. Yeah, look, the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros elected left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys who refuse to keep people locked up. Uh, Just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street 
who's wanted for two different murders in New York City. Uh, you cannot solve this problem. And both Harris and Biden have talked very proudly about what they call progressive district attorneys. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George get Soros into this. <laughs> I was going to say you get the last word, he Speaker. <laughs> he, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of dollars he spent? I, I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right. We're going to. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, Historic day at the White House. Frank, Uh, why would a Fox News host say that uh, and there'd be this long pregnant pause about George Soros? I mean, wouldn't it be, isn't that relevant to a conversation about what he's doing in the country? I did not end. I did not put that dead air into that answer on Fox News. That was how long there was a pause uh, an awkward silence there. Someone was talking into the ear uh, of these hosts not to bring up George Soros. And Frank Wright will describe that after this final break of the day here on the Christian Realview. We're talking about George Soros, the great underminer of America today. We have a resource bundle available for you, a 60-minute DVD called Billionaire Radical, a, a 60-page book, George Soros Exposed, and a chart in a guide. You can get it for a donation to the Christian Realview radio program. Uh, just go to our website, thechristianrealview.org. You can call us one 646 2233 or I'll tell you how you can write to us in this last segment coming up next. The Christian Realview radio program airs live Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. But did you know you can also listen according to your own schedule? One simple way to hear past programs is at our website, thechristianworldview.org. You'll also find short takes there, which are bite-sized highlights of each program. Beyond our website, you can search for The Christian Worldview in the podcast app on your smartphone and subscribe for free. The program is also available at oneplace.com, sermonaudio.com, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you need help navigating the online podcast realm, just give us a call, toll-free, 1-888-646-2233, or follow the links on the homepage of thechristianworldview.org. Because when believers have a sharper biblical worldview and non-believers come to saving faith, lives and families are changed for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. There's an abundance of Christian resources available, but the reality is that many of them, even some of the most popular, do not lead to a sound and strong faith. While there's only one perfect book, a key aim of the Christian worldview is to identify and offer resources that are biblically faithful and deepen your walk with God. In our online store, we have a wide range of resources for all ages, adult and children's books and DVDs, Bibles and devotionals, unique gifts, and more. So browse our store at thechristianworldview.org and find enriching resources for yourself, family, friends, small group, or church. You can also order by calling toll-free 1-888-646-2233. 
That's one 646 2233 or visit org. Final segment of the day here on the Christian Realview radio program as we talk about America's top human destroyer, George Soros. Frank Wright, the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, has been our guest today. And uh, let's get to the final segment with him, and then afterwards we'll tell you how you can get this resource bundle. Frank, we heard that soundbite from Fox News where the host tried to keep Newt Gingrich from talking about George Soros. Why would she and Fox News do that? The reason there was that pregnant pause at the end is because a producer was talking in the ear of Harris Faulkner and Melissa Francis, the two hosts, both of whom are generally conservative. Melissa, I would say, strongly conservative. Uh, They were getting directions from on high, as you might say. They were getting directions from their producers of the program to, to shut off the discussion about George Soros. So it isn't just two journalists to reporters or interviewers who, who shut Newt down, it was shut down by higher levels at Fox News. And then, the, then your question has even more import. Why? Why would Fox, who I would say they lean right, they are not a conservative network by any stretch any longer. They have elements that are strongly conservative, but taken as a whole, their network leans right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so why would they bow to that kind of pressure? Because Soros has long arms. He can reach advertisers. When Tucker Carlson says something that's controversial, you know, the left goes after his advertisers Mm -hmm. and try to get them to disinvest in his program in that respect. And so somebody at Fox News said, we don't want a phone call, George Soros on the list. Let's just shut this down. So the person listening today has heard all this uh, and says, you know, I, I know about George Soros. I want to find out more. I want to get the bundle. But what do we what do we do about someone like this? And what do you see for the future of America if this party, Democrat Party and their leaders are given or voted into political power? David, let me give you as quickly as I can a long view here that explains why the hour in which we stand is so important. July 4th, 1826, 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration. It was the day that John Adams and Tom Je- Thomas Jefferson both died the same day. The same day, however, in New Harmony, Indiana, Robert Owen stood up outside his commune, communist commune in New Harmony, and, and, and announced his declarental independence. And in it, he said, there is in the world today a trinity of monstrous evils, and they are private property, religion, and marriage. You can trace the roots of Robert Owen right up into the 1960s when people, the radicals in the 60s, talked about the long march through the institutions, through education, through all of these things. All of the things that we see unfolding around us today are not random chaos. They are the unfolding of a plan launched in America nearly 200 years ago. And George Soros is the puppet master. He is the money 
investing in a platform of distribution and all of these organizations that are advocating these socialist ideals and, uh, and quite frankly, socialist revolution are at the behest of Soros at the least and likely controlled by him to some extent. So what does that mean for us today? The heartbeat of the American experiment is that we get, we get to elect our own rulers. Never in the history of the world was that true on any wide scale. We get to elect our own rulers. And if we reelect a president who is willing to continue to point constitutionalist judges to the courts, President Trump has successfully appointed and gotten confirmed 300 federal judges, soon to be three, three Supreme Court justices. A hundred of the 300 are courts of appeals, the much more influential level. Whichever president makes the judicial appointments going forward will shape the future of America in returning it to the separation of powers, turning us to a nation under laws. This is, and I am not being trying to be hyperbolic about this, this is the most important election since 1864. Right near the end of the Civil War, Lincoln's second election is what ensured the completion of the Civil War. If, if someone else had won, they would have sued for peace, and there would be a southern United States, a mm -hmm. northern United States. There never would have been America that went to the rescue of the world in two world wars. There would never have been an America that was the light of freedom and peace and hope to the, to the world and the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we are standing at a similar place right now. This election may well determine our ability to be that lighthouse of hope and freedom and truth. And election day is coming. We need to do two things. We need to take ourselves to the polls and take someone else with us. This is our hour to stand for freedom, to stand for truth in the polling place. That was Frank Wright, everyone, the president of D. James Kennedy Ministries, talking about America's top human destroyer, George Soros. Tell you how about you can get that bundle uh, that they are offering. It's a 60-minute DVD called Billionaire Radical, and it's a 60-page book, uh, George Soros Exposed. And then there's a chart, and there's a guy. We're calling it three items that's really kind of four. Uh, it's 16-page chart and guide, and uh, you can get it for a donation to the Christian Worldview. We actually ordered a lot of copies because we really think it's a, it's really going to inform you. If you want to know what's going on in the streets, what's going on in the Democrat Party, you need to look at George Soros. He's the great underminer, the great attempted destroyer of all that's uh, Christian and traditional in America. Um, we decided not to undercut uh, D. James Kennedy Ministries and what they're offering it for from their ministry. They're doing it for a donation as well. We're doing it for the same amount of $50 or more uh, to the Christian Realview. You can get in contact with us the usual ways, uh, which is through our website, thechristianrealview.org, to order. You can call us in our office, one 646 2233 That's 1-888-646-2233. Or you can write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Those contact information will be repeated in the minute immediately following the program. And uh, again, this is the George Soros Resource Bundle for a donation of $50 or more. And by the way, this helps support the ministry of the Christian worldview. Not only do you get something that's going to greatly inform you, this is a pretty big resource bundle, 
but also it's going to support the ministry of the Christian worldview. So thank you for, for doing that. Now, just in, in closing today, we said uh, Soros is America's top human destroyer. We put the word human in there for a purpose because America, uh, Satan is the top destroyer in the world. Uh, John 10, verse 9, uh, where Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. And then in verse 10, he says, the thief, that Satan, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. You know, Satan is a destroyer. Soros is an ambassador for Satan. But the good news is that Jesus Christ will return to reign and overthrow all their wicked schemes, and those who know Christ will be saved. Remember that today as we talk about a man who is evil and undermining America. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly. We hope today's broadcast turned your heart toward God, His Word, and His Son. To order a CD copy of today's program or sign up for our free weekly email or to find out how you can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, go to our website, thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. The Christian Worldview is a weekly one-hour radio program that is furnished by the Overcomer Foundation and is supported by listeners and sponsors. Request one of our current resources with your donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thanks for listening to The Christian Worldview. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly.